You're listening to PlayStation Unchained. What's up, guys? Welcome to episode 59 of PlayStation Unchained. I am your co-host, Michael Harrodins. Uh, joining me again for this episode is, of course, my partner in crime, Ben Shillabeer Hall. How's it going, Ben? Oh, not too bad, thank you. And you? Yep, not bad. We're getting close to that magical 60 number. I can't believe it, man. That has gone really, really, really fast, hasn't it? I know. <laughs> it seems like yesterday that we did 50. Yeah, exactly, and it seems like it doesn't seem like long ago since we rebranded it. So um, there we go. Um, also, this is quite an uh, this is quite a special episode because we have a newcomer to the fold. Uh, he jo- hasn't been with PSU that long. I'm sure he reminded us just how long. We have Neil Bolt, a fellow UK writer. Neil, how's it going, man? Not too bad, thank you very much. Yes, nice. Cool. Uh, yeah, it's good to have you on the um, podcast, man. How long have you um, been with PSU, Neil? Just remind us. That's about a month now, I'd say. Yeah, so not very long at all. Proper uh, right newbie. Yeah, <laughs> not that that matters, of course. Yeah, uh, where are you based, man? I'm down in sunny, sunny Bournemouth. Ah, oh, that's that's not too far from me, actually. I'm in Reading, so um, ah, yes, that yeah, yeah, it's not too far. Yeah, how um, so um, how about you just uh, tell us a bit about yourself, man? Like how how long you've been uh, playing games? Like what's your favourite type of games, genres, that kind of stuff? Yeah, well, started all way back in the old eighties, about nineteen eighty six. Uh, I got a ZX Spectrum, the old uh, lovely screechy horrible machines. <laughs> yeah, yeah. First one I really remember was Barry McGuigan's boxing on that. Oh wow! Uh, it seemed great at the time because you could just create your own characters back then. But something so simple with a game like that, it was like mind blowing. Oh wow! I can make myself in a game. It's like yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. No, it's got me into gaming a little bit, but it wasn't probably till. I got a Mega Drive and Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was it. You know. Oh, yeah. Passion <laughs> in. Awesome. And, yeah, went through that. was a big Sega fanboy for many years. And, yeah, when, unfortunately, they uh, went out of the hardware business, I sort of sidled along into Sony territory. And, <laughs> yeah, wonderful. Wonderful. Awesome. Console. Yeah, definitely. Uh, what... Um... What uh, PS4 games have uh, sort of taken your fancy since it's been out? Because it's almost a year now since PS4's been out. Uh, what, what games do you enjoy the most, would you say, on PS4? Yeah, it's starting to build up a bit now, isn't it? We're getting a few yeah. really good ones. Recently, i say Alien Isolation was just brilliant. You know, for representing the film, you know, the first film, and as a horror game, it's really good as well. It's just yeah. so suspenseful. Makes the alien alien really menacing, and yeah, it's just not, not much terrifies me in gaming and horror generally. But yeah, it was really horribly unsettling. Wicked, yeah. I heard I heard it's pretty um, <laughs> scary actually, and it's um, one of the best alien games in a long time as well. So Mike, cool. I, yeah, I don't want to promote game that much because, but if you do sure. want to buy it, I think it's still on sale until Wednesday. It's all right. Twenty four quid for the Ripley edition. Yes. Oh wow! What'd you get with that? Just the DLC extras. Oh, oh, oh yeah, the uh, Ripley DLC, of course. Yeah. yeah. Sweet, cool. Well, um, everyone, I, I, I purchased it. <laughs> okay, cool. Goodbye. I'll keep that in mind. <laughs> okay, guys. Well, um, Neil, it's good to have you on the show again. Hopefully, you'll be um, a podcast regular before long. And um, Ben, as always, good to have you here. Okay, well, guys, let's crack on. We are a little bit later recording. We're actually recording on Monday, the tenth of November. Usually the podcast is up today, but uh, scheduling and all that things didn't quite work out, so here we are. But we'll go over some of the news from the past couple of um, days, well, the past week or so, really. Um, Right, well, um, in news that will surprise no one, um, FIFA 15 is uh, holding on to the top spot on the UK charts. This is last week's charts. We haven't actually got the charts in for this week. For um, Sorry, for last week, so this is the week before. But um, it's interesting that it's held off... um, Xbox One exclusive Sunset Overdrive. Um, FIFA, and again, FIFA games have always um, they've always managed to top the charts for many, many months and well, many weeks. And they're all you can guarantee this game will be in the top ten for a long, long time. So um, it's um, not really surprising there. I would like to see um, 
actually, I will do before we do this live, before I do ask your opinion about that, I will just do a quick check. We might be able to get um, two charts done because it's very odd that this is a Monday afternoon that they haven't actually released the latest charts yet because I'm really curious to see. Um, uh, oh, yes, we have it as well. Yes, uh, this is good. I'm glad this came out. I'm reading this now. Um, Unsurprisingly, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare blows away opposition to claim number one. Yes, I'm reading this from another site because we haven't got it up yet. <laughs> um, the chart is, I'll uh, read out the top five. Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, FIFA 15, Football Manager 2015, Alien Isolation and Destiny. Uh, so Sunset Overdrive uh, debuted at number two on its first week and it's now slipped all the way down to number eight. Um, Evil Within is still in the top ten at nine and then it's Minecraft Xbox Edition at ten. So... Um, that's actually quite a good segue. So, um, kind of combining those two there, uh, what do you guys think, uh, Ben, we'll start with you. What do you think about the, uh, chart result? Hardly a surprise, is it? Well, I'm so surprised. I mean, Call of Duty number one, I know this, this will shock everyone. This will be a, this will be a Christmas <laughs> to remember. This has never yeah. happened before. It's just, oh, wow. Wow. So, <laughs> and I, I, I can't believe game got Alien Isolation to number four. Make it. Yeah, that's moved. Yeah. Up. yeah, that moved. Yeah, like you, yeah, that's obviously how yeah. it moved. That's um, moved up the charts. That has. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, that Call of Duty and, thing. I don't think I'll be. I don't. I can't. I talk, can't talk more because I'm so so jaw dropped over this whole thing. <laughs> yeah, I don't think it's going to surprise anyone. Uh, Neil, um, does any of this shock you at all? I doubt it very much. <laughs> no, no, it's uh, like the changing of the tides. You know, FIFA and COD, they're always going to be up there. And so, but this year, probably a bit more deserved. Because it does sound like a much better game, so yeah, I don't begrudge it so much this year. <laughs> I like how you put that. So much this <laughs> year, yeah. I've I've played I played the multiplayer at an event in London, and I did like it, and I like what they added to the game and stuff. Um, so um, I haven't played enough. I haven't played any of the single player campaign, but I did enjoy it, and I liked the new the new you know the exo suit and everything, and some of the new game modes and um, stuff. It was like this kind of like uh, ver- this kind of like a gun version of basket kind of weird version of basketball you have to grab this kind of like glowing energy orb and put it in like in the uh kind of a virtual net of the opposition and stuff and if you to get the ball you have to basically shoot the other team or you can throw it at them to disable them which is that that was good fun that was um i, oh, I can't remember the name of the game mode now um, i can't remember it but you'll get, frust- yeah, you'll get frustrated with call of Duty, though if you survive four hours in survival yeah. mode and then the game freezes and then you lose all your progress Oh, you're joking! No. That, that happened, happened to you. To my mate. I joined him. I, I survived three hours, and it, luckily it, it, it oh. worked okay. But my mate survived just over four hours and thirty minutes. I joined him a bit, yeah, halfway through it, and yeah. it froze at four hours and, th- and he lost all of it. Oh, that is. Oh, that's just wow. That is <laughs> That is awful. That is really, really awful. Oh dear. Um, I really, really, really feel sorry for him. Um, I can't imagine how frustrated he must have been. Does he still have the game, or is it lying in pieces yeah, on the floor? Or... <laughs> wow, it hurt him that much, eh? <laughs> um, cool. Well, that's the charts there. Um, no, um, I'd be interested to see how it compares to the other Call of Duties, but there's not enough information yet. Uh, we'll move on. Uh, this is uh, related to uh, the PlayStation experience, which is coming up in December. Uh, Sony has teased that it's, uh, oh, actually, no, no point. In, I will read the actual quotes. This is from um, Sid uh, Schumann, who um, posted, I think it was on Twitter. Uh, I quote, it's like a once-in-a-lifetime event. It's like a dream country if you're a huge PlayStation fan. Vita will definitely be there in a, and in a prominent way. Fear not. Uh, that's obviously in, retali- uh, in uh, reply to um, people who are asking about Vita because obviously it's had a bit of a no-show lately at E3 and TGS, or at least E3 anyway, by comparison. Um, so yeah, this is um, this is sounding really, really cool. It'd be interesting to see what they show off there. A lot of people are um, hoping that Uncharted 4 will be there. Naughty Dog's there, but they they just might be in attendance. It doesn't mean they're going to show anything off, but I'm excited for it. And um, I think, any, like they say, any PlayStation fans should be looking forward to it. So, I mean, we've got that and we've got the VGX as well. So I'm not sure how they're going to... Um, I can't really imagine them showing the same thing twice. So maybe they'll divide stuff up, have something cool, something exclusive at the Sony event, and then make the third-party stuff, obviously, at the um, VGX. But yeah... Um, I'm looking forward to this. Um, Neil, uh, I take it you're um, anticipating this event? Yeah, because you know, there's a few uh, 
ongoing things you want to see come up soon. Fallout 4 would be one of them. And probably think oh, yeah. would have it, but out the two. So, yeah, that's the main thing I'm for. Sony-wise, be interesting to see what they come up with that's new and fresh. I think Sucker Punch is supposedly working on something new, aren't they? So, yep. could be a hint at that. Could be what maybe. else Dog are working on, anything like that. Yeah, or maybe um, Guerrilla Games, because they've been on working something for a long time. Um, so yeah, um, that... MOBA-style game, isn't it? A MOBA FPS. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's, there's been a lot of rumours about that. Um, so, it'd be, yeah, that'd be interesting. Um, ben, how about you? Anything you'd like to see? Anything you don't think will be there? Well, from what I can cetera, tell, the Naughty Dog thing is a how-to-design Nathan Drake uh, presentation sort of thing. Oh, wow, so okay. So, whether that's true or not... Um, <laughs> That's interesting. Uh, I don't. I can't remember. That, but yeah, I look forward to see what Guerrilla Games show off, if anything. Yeah, it's been a long time coming. That as they um, they're definitely you know, they've been working on this, I think for at least two years now. So um, it, it'd be interesting to see what they come up with. Um, I think most people work, are looking for that. Um, just quickly, do you reckon um, Uncharted Four will be there at all? Uh, uh, yeah. If it is, it'll just be a teaser trailer from the VGX. Yeah, I don't okay. think it'll be there completely. That's... No. All right, well, that's better than nothing, yeah. isn't it? Um, let's move. Speaking of sequels, um, Destiny 2 is already in development. Uh, Activision has confirmed. Uh, they don't actually say Destiny 2 by name, but the writing's on the wall. Uh, this was the, uh, um, from their uh, recent financial call last week. Uh, Eric Hirschberg, who is CEO of Activision Publishing, said, and I quote, Players are already asking for new content. Work has also begun on future expansion packs, as well as, um, here's the key part, our next full game release. And um, this is in relation to Destiny. We're very pleased with the launch and continuing engagement, and we'll update you on our progress on future calls. Uh, Destiny is obviously one of the big games that's come out this year. For many people, it was a disappointment. For others like me, it was a pleasant surprise, probably because I wasn't really hyped about it before, because I've never been interested in... Really, I'm not a big shooter fan, much less something that's always online, but this, I really did enjoy this. I took part in the beta. I, um, I've been playing it a lot. Um, over the, pretty much since release. I mean, I've been teaming up with you, Ben, and a lot, a lot of the other guys from PSU as well. So I like it, and I'm looking for. I I am excited for a new game. I think they could definitely do one of the things they could do better is obviously the story. I think everyone would agree with that. Um, I think the gameplay is very well balanced, though. But the story they can definitely do it. Get rid of the the. Uh, I can't remember the name of it. What is it? Uh, is it Grimoire cards or something? Is Ben? What's what's the uh, phrase? Grimoire cards. Grimoire, sorry, yeah, give more. <laughs> Grimoire cards, yeah, they could get rid of those and actually have content in the actual game and flesh the story out much more because it was really, uh, that was a big disappointment, that was. But um, apart from that, I really enjoyed it. So I'm looking forward to this and I'll be interested. And of course, we got the first expansion, which is out next month as well. Um, so, Ben, I know you're a big Destiny fan. Uh, what do you make of this? I wish they would put more effort into the expansion packs and not focus on two. Really? Because from what this week's cap recap of all the areas in the expansion pack. Yeah. Okay, we've got Seraphim Vaults. Yeah. I've been there. We've got. Uh, what was it? I posted on Twitter actually. Seraphim <laughs> Vaults, a few other. Pla- uh, one sec. Give me a sure. second. Yeah, cool. Um, Let's have a look at but yeah, basically they posted online that some of their news about the expansion pack. Yeah. It should arrive the first week first week of December. Yeah, that's right. Okay, so we've got the Jovian complex, I've been uh-huh. there. We've got the Hyberian, <laughs> well I've been there. And the, the the Mars the Moon Raid, which I don't know the name of, but I have been there also. All these yeah. areas that they're announced as DLC are in the game. Some of it's not oh. finished. Ah, right. So you cracked it, so to speak, have you? <laughs> well, you've got to use the wall glitch, but you can get to them. What are they like? They're pretty good, actually. Yeah, the the Serum of Vault isn't finished, but I don't ah, know right. if it's completely not finished or if it's just because the door's locked and I can't get past it. Um, oh, okay. Yeah, you know, It looks like there's more areas behind that door, but I just can't uh-uh. get past that damn door. So it could oh, be finished, it just, I can't. I haven't unlocked it yeah. yet. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, to get that's... to the Seraphim Vault, you got to go to the yeah. Forgotten Shores. Uh-huh. Uh, use the Sparrow Glitch. Sparrow Glitch means you can drive through walls. <laughs> Bloody hell. <laughs> um, so if you, dr- if you aim your Sparrow down, you'll land on the ocean underneath the underneath the boat. Then you can jump up oh, you... onto a ledge. If you walk around yeah. the right-hand side of the ledge, it'll, it'll go to a loading screen. 
Whilst in the loading screen, walk backwards where you came from and turn left. Uh-huh. And then you can jump up onto the boat and you're in this hair of a vault. Oh, wow. That's really cool. <laughs> uh, to get to the Jovian complex, yeah. you've got to go to the loot cave. You know, yeah. you know where that is. Everyone knows where that is. Wait, which one? Because it's you been several. The original. Yeah, oh, yeah, original okay. Cave. Yeah. Go to the loot cave. Go to the wall at the back left. Use the same glitch again to go through walls. And you'll <laughs> land on a like of rock. Like a, and you can see yeah. inside the loot cave. It's weird. Um, if you jump across, there's like a, an invisible mountain. <laughs> okay. It's, you can walk up it, but there's nothing there. Uh, you do the same glitch oh, wow. again, but face downwards. And again, you'll land on another right. rock. Uh, if Holy you turn crap. right, there's like a, mm-hmm. a ledge. You just keep walking that way, and then turn, then jump to your far left. There's a big puddle. You land in that puddle, right. and then keep walking forward while pressing the jump button. You'll eventually teleport yeah. into the Jovian complex. Oh wow, man! I didn't know any about anything about this. Well, you heard uh, it here, guys. Uh, give it a Black try. Garden, <laughs> I can't remember exactly this one, but you need a hunter yeah. or a good titan for the black garden basically if you walk around the edge there are certain areas where it's blocked like force fields if you use your hunter super ability you can actually you can actually use your ability to push through the force field and go into the dlc area oh wow there's another dlc area which is exclusive to playstation that you can already get to which is on i think it's venus venus yeah i think it's venus Basically, there's a pillar uh-huh. of light that you can't use. It's supposed to. T- it's a space elevator. It c- but oh, if right. you jump, okay. if you look to the side, there's some ledges. If you jump on one ledge, jump on another, and then glitch your way onto one just above that, and then jump across. Yeah. There's a little like pipe. If you can land on that pipe, you can then jump high enough to get onto an active working part of the space elevator, and it'll take you up to the DLC area. Oh wow, that's that is so, wicked. That yeah, is. <laughs> there's all your areas that you, you would have paid twenty quid for. You've seen them. <laughs> there we go. That's uh, all... the moon one. I would describe, but it takes a while to get to, and it's a pain in the ass. Oh, okay. Well, you just—I yeah. think you—I you, I can't imagine everyone knowing that, man. That, that was pretty cool. So there you go, guys. Give yeah. it a try. Uh, let us know what you think. Uh, Podcast at psu dot com. Let us know. Glitch, what you do is you face the opposite side of a wall. Yeah. Slip. Right. Yeah, press the touchpad to yeah, so you summon your ghost. And then yeah. turn around until you're facing the wall very slowly. And then right. summon your ghost, I mean, summon your sparrow, and then hold boost. Yeah. And you'll drive through the, the graphics. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's crazy, right? I can't believe this kind of stuff exists in the game. <laughs> and it's to be exploited. Well, wow. cheers for that, Ben. That, that was actually yeah. really interesting. I had no idea. And that's how you break Destiny. Um, there we go. <laughs> That's how you break Destiny. Um, well, um, just uh, rewinding it back to um, the topic uh, of Destiny Two. Um, Neil, do you have any thoughts on this? I mean, uh, do you uh, do you even play Destiny? Or I did, yeah, for the first month or so. All right, yeah, pretty engrossed with it. Had fun with my mates. You know, it's a good sort of passive experience to sort of a game you can just sort of play in the background while you're talking with your mates, catching up. Yeah, it, it's great for that. It's like, but yeah. The whole thing with the DLC being as much as it is, game up. I just felt it's a lot of money to put into a game that, you know, over time, uh, but at the minute is a bit limited in what you can do. Yeah, yeah, but definitely. It's a great shooter in its own right. You know, it's, that sh- the whole shooting mechanic of it is brilliant fun. But yeah, it's, it's very, very low on meat in that game. Very, very low. Yeah. What was your character who you were playing as? Your class, should I say? I got stuck with Titan. Oh, okay. They picked their class and they were like, oh, well, no one's a Titan, so you'll have to be that. That's all right, because I like hitting things in the face. So. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who doesn't? Like, you know, just, just, <laughs> so. Cool, man. Yeah, I'm a Titan as well, for um, the record. Uh, ben, yeah, you've got a Titan, Titan as well, haven't you? Titan bros. Wicked. What level, what level are you now, Ben? All right, I wondered if you had reached 30 yet, because you were really close. Before we change subject, cool. I, I, um, I want to use this for once. Yeah, one sure. Take. One second. Yeah, go for it. Let's see if he'll talk. I think I know this. Nope, he just wants, nope, he just wants to make sound effects. <laughs> yeah. That's your ghost, isn't it? <laughs> That's so awesome. Yeah, just make sound effects. Come on, say something. Nope. 
Now he's blown his nose. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, that's brilliant, that is. That is so cool. You should try and um, we should try and get him to say something at the end. <laughs> um, okay, moving on quickly. This is just a short burst one. Um, uh, the PS4 version of GTA 5 is 1080p um, at 30 frames per second and there's a first-person view mode confirmed. Um, I find this quite weird because I haven't actually completed the PS3 version yet. I've only just started it and then this is coming out, but I will persevere. Um, are any of you guys going to be getting... Uh, Neil, are you going to be getting picking up the PS4 version of this at all? Oh, yes. Very much. Excellent. So Have you... Pretty much my favourite game of the last generation, bar Skyrim, I'd say, but it's... The depth and detail they had in the PS3 version alone was great, and to see what they're doing now is just wow. Again. Yeah, yeah. It was, yeah, it was a look, it was a good looking game on last year. I mean, I, my, um, I saw my mate play a lot of it because he was staying around my house at the time for a month, couple of months, so he played a lot of the game, and I, I watched him on some of it, and that was on the 360, and it did look really good. Definite step up from uh, four. Um, cool, uh, Ben. Um, I can't remember what you previously said about GTA nope. Five. Are you? Uh, you're, am I, no. you're not. No, I no, thought not so. Have you? Have you got it yeah, at I all? Yeah, on PS3. I, I couldn't even beat it. I got oh, so right. bored. Oh wow, you're not uh, a big GTA uh, fan then. Uh, oh right, okay. Hmm, interesting. <laughs> um, okay, well, uh, let's move on then quickly. That, as I said, that was just a quick flash thing. Um, it's. Um, there's a lot of stuff about resolution these days, but hey, 1080p, 30 frames per second, that's still good. Um, apparently, um, the uh, recent... Ru- uh, uh, Neil mentioned about uh, the new Fallout game uh, just back there. Um, well, the uh, a recent rumour of uh, Shadow- uh, Fallout Shadow of Boston has been outed as a hoax by Bethesda. This was a, a, a um, reported um, trademark filing uh, that was um, picked up online in the last week or so, and but Bethesda has said it's come out and said it's an outright hoax. But... Um, as you guys know, and fans will probably know, that uh, Fallout 4 rumours have been circulating for quite a long time now. Um, I've certainly posted a couple of them in my um, as part of my job writing news. Um, the uh, uh, A lot of people seem to think it will come out, it will be announced rather at the VGX or soon after. So, um, And it would tie in neatly with um, sort of a schedule for previous um, Bethesda games because... Uh, Skyrim was announced at the VGAs, uh, as they were known back then, in 2000 and oh, I think it was 2010, VGAs. Uh, it got its first gameplay, major gameplay at least, reveal at E3 and came out that winter in November 11. And a lot of people are thinking that Fallout 4, whatever it's going to be called, will be announced in the, you know, at the, now the, the retitled VGAs, which is VGX, demoed at E3, possibly before, come out sort of this time next year. So but that's the unbelief um, anyway. Um, uh, ben, what do you think about this? Do you reckon we're, Do you reckon Fallout 4 is a real thing? All I, all I want to say is where there is smoke, there is fire. Okay. Do you want to elaborate on that? There, there has to be somewhere where the rumours, because there's so many rumours, yeah. there has to be somewhere where these rumours are starting from. Good point. And, yeah, and it's a, where there's smoke, there could yeah, be Yeah, and it's about, it's, the timing is right. I mean, there hasn't been a, you know, Fallout 3 was 2008. I know they had Fallout New Vegas, but, um, you know, the, the, the next number title, it's been a while, you know. It's been uh, about six years ago so um, since Fallout uh, 3. So it's, I think it's about time we saw somebody by now. Um, Neil, um, how about you? How do you feel? Fallout 4, do you reckon it's um, in the pipeline? Oh, yeah, most definitely. Uh, enough time's passed since Skyrim. It's, it's bound to happen. So yeah, well. Definitely. That's the problem, yeah, teasers are going to keep coming and hopes are going to keep going because, yeah, it's what people want. And, yeah, it'd be sad and weird if they hadn't even thought about it by now. So, yeah, it, it's there. Just, so, I it's reckon, a thing, yeah. By the end of this year, we'll see. We'll see, I reckon. Cool. Uh, and are you a fan of Fallout? Because I know you like Skyrim. Um, when it first came out, yeah. Fallout 3, it was, I was really hyped for it because, you know, I liked Oblivion. And I thought, wow, this is going to be, you know, more uh, post-apocalyptic world where you, the same sort of dynamic as Oblivion, and yeah, I hated it at first. And oh so wow! I gave it away. Tried again a year later. Didn't like it. And then last year, I got it for like five quid, the Game of the Year edition, uh-huh. and, and loved it. Played it through, completed it. Oh wow! Uh, <laughs> so yeah. you had two tries at it and didn't like it, and on your third <laughs> try, you liked it. Yeah, third time lucky. <laughs> yeah. It's, uh, it's rare that a game gets me. Finally, with that many tries, but yeah, it did a good job. 
Wow, that's quite interesting, actually. <laughs> cool. Um, well, wrapping up now, this is uh, in regards to the um, fan-requested Mass Effect Trilogy remaster. Uh, BioWare's um, Aaron Flynn has um, been drumming up ideas on uh, NeoGAF. He's been saying that the company... Well, we already know that BioWare has talked about it on Twitter, saying they're interested in the idea, blah, blah, blah. Um, a lot of the ideas being thrown around is, of course, 1080p at 60 frames per second, enhanced texture, shader improvements, uh, plus all uh, DLC available out of the box. Uh, he says, I quote, the seamless adventure would be very interesting. You'd have to, uh, you'd have to integrate some cutscenes to tie it together. I feel as the time between games was almost like the time elapsed in a game. All in all, that's a great list, though. DLC is a definite must. He goes on to say, I know it would be a great addition for most of us here if the character creator was tweaked to ensure more customization. As, um, as the Dragon, uh, um, uh, I presume that's um, Dragon Age Inquisition, DAI, has given us a taste of a good life. Um, however, he doesn't, uh, some ideas uh, were thrown around saying they want uh, uh, the, uh, Mass, the original Mass Effect, if it were to be remastered, they want the combat to be more like uh, Mass Effect 3, which obviously it was more of a, a straight shooter in terms of how it plays. However, he, um, I don't think he's too optimistic about this. He said, uh, um, ME3 combat mechanics in ME1 comes up relatively often, but it's not on my radar. Again, speaking personally. First, it would be a hell of a lot of work. Second, I hate the idea of being cues of retconning Mass Effect 1. Third, and I bet everyone on NeoGAF knows this, there are, a few, there are those who prefer ME1. So given all that, that doesn't feel like the right thing to do. Um, I, um, yeah, I can see that point. I... I'm a big Mass Effect fan. I love the original games. And I would, I would love, I've already said this a few times in the past on the podcast. I would love to see a remaster. In fact, I'm actually very surprised it hasn't happened yet. I really thought, um, I can totally see them doing this to coincide with Mass Effect 4, though. I really think so. Maybe uh, six to 12 months before Mass Effect 4 comes out, this, it would be a great way to bring people up to speed who haven't played it yet. And people who have played it, it'd be good to, you know, have it obviously on next generation console. So, yeah, I like some of those ideas. Uh, a seamless adventure would be pretty cool. Um, yeah, so um, that's uh, that's all the news for now. So, guys, uh, just to round things off, um, Neil, what do you think of uh, Mass Effect uh, Trilogy Remaster? Are you interested in that? I would like it because, quite criminally, I've only played Mass Effect Three, and uh, yeah. Oh wow! <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't, you know, rage too much about the ending because I didn't quite have the same connection. Yeah, many fans obviously had, but yeah, I thought it was a cracking game otherwise. And, I just thought I never got around to getting Mass Effect 2 or Mass Effect. It's just so yeah, remaster would be lovely. That'd be right up your street. That would. That'd be perfect. Yeah. Cool. Um, Ben, how about you? I think to be honest, I'd just be happy if they did what they've done with Dragon Age. What's that? Uh, if you go to if there's something oh, I can't remember the website, but it's Dragon Age Tapestry. Yeah. Where you can watch a small video of Dragon Age One and Two. And then after you watch the video, you can then choose your choices from the game. Yeah. Um, so if you've, you've not played the game, you can still pick your choices of what you wanted to do in your options in the game. Uh-huh. And then you can then transfer that save state yeah. from the, the browser to your PS4 version and have it so your options affect Inquisitation. Yeah, the new one. Oh, wow. All right. I didn't so, know they did that for Dragon Age. <laughs> yeah, it's going on right now. So I'll give you the link after this podcast if you want. Oh, cool. All right. I didn't know that. Um... So yeah, basically you can have your romance characters. You can have the you know the story. You know all the background stuff. So I'd, yeah. I'd be happy even if they did that for Mass Effect Four. Oh, cool. Well, that's fair enough. Um, do you reckon they will do a remaster trilogy at all? Oh yeah, they will. Yeah. yeah, yeah, cool. And I think if they do, they should to push it for people that like me and you who have already purchased all three games. Yeah. Even if we want, I want, I buy anyway. I don't care. But to push it forward to make us want it a little bit more, they should just go. At the end of the de- at the end of the game, once you've beaten it, you unlock a small teaser demo of Mass Effect Four. That'd be nice. That would. Yeah, be even sweet. if it's just like twenty minutes of the game of no, you know, just a, of a mission where you got no real choices. Yeah, that'd be you know, great. Because like, you know, there's levels like that in the game where you know, you yeah, know, really, you have dialogue, but it's not really yeah. hugely important. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Cool. I agree with that. Um, Okay, chaps. Uh, ben, is there, are there any other news things you want to mention quickly that you think we should just briefly talk about, or, or should we move on? Well, what about the fact that Pharmacy 15 has a release date, kind of, sort of, not really. Oh, yeah, well, that was, uh, yeah, of course it's different because we're recording <laughs> on a Monday. Yeah, I put this up today, the day of recorded. Yeah, yeah uh, Final Fantasy 15, um, Square have said that they've set a release date, but they're not saying anything more. In my, so in their mind, they have an idea of when it's coming out in what countries, but they say that it, apparently it will um, 
the, the game director um, said that it might take a bit longer than you think. So I'm not, yeah, don't hold your breath, I think is what they're getting at there. But at least they have something in mind. I mean, it's, summer 2016. Yeah, I got, yeah, I'm, I would love it to be out this time next year, but I doubt if it'll make 2015 at all. Well, well, no, not when we get a demo. 2015 yeah oh god good point yeah so there we go um it'd be a lo- wow actually yeah if it is 2016 that will be 10 years since final fantasy versus 13 yeah. was announced so there we go yeah that's they could, they could sell it as the 10th anniversary special edition yeah. <laughs> game, of the, game of the 10th game of the 10th yeah. decade wow that's just crazy to think it has been 10 years technically they're not the same game because it's been re- well let's face it it is the same game just re but, um, oh, that but, would be actually that would be amazing. Yeah, if they release it on the day that it was announced. Yeah, <laughs> day, have, day, have a pre-order years. bonus of where you can have a bonus a steel tin with the original cover. That would be pretty sweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, yeah. Um, well, we're gonna we will obviously cover the other stuff that went up this week in the next podcast. Cool. So let's crack on some reviews now, guys. Um, first of all, we have Rocksmith 2014. Uh, this is reviewed by um, Simon. Um, he gives it an 8.5 a final word um, a fun way to learn the guitar which complements existing methods with a comprehensive set of tutorials and a superb feedback system that challenges you to improve uh, he liked uh, the fact that it makes learning, learning fun and progressive with a ton of tutorials and almost everything you need to play the guitar well uh, the excellent feedback system picks up on areas where you need to improvements and make suggestions and finally uh, the good set of uh, good set of game modes help you learn popular songs, have fun playing mini games, and jam along to other instruments. Negatives, however, include uh, messing around with audio setups. Uh, sorry, messing around with audio setups to ensure there's no lag. Uh, the interference can be a little overwhelming and difficult. The, sorry, the interface can be a little overwhelming and difficult to follow, mainly due to the um, garnished color scheme. And last but not least. It doesn't teach you strumming patterns, which is essential if you want to be a good rhythm guitarist. The game works alongside other learning methods. Um, that's an 8.5 for Rocksmith 2014. Uh, uh, any budding musicians here at all? Neil, have you played this game or played any any games related to this at all? No, to be honest, it sounds a bit like too much work. For a <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, rock band back in the day, wonderful, loved it, but right. on drums. For me, it's like I, I, my fingers aren't made for guitaring in the slightest. I think so. Uh, ah, I've okay. got packs of sausages for hands. <laughs> that literally the fattest part of me, I think. <laughs> Fair play. I um, yeah, I I don't play any instrument whatsoever. Absolutely, n- n- you know, I haven't played any guitar sims at all. I haven't played, I, I haven't played a real instrument at all. Uh, apart from the recorder in primary school, but that's it. Yeah. Ben, how about you? Are you have you are you a, a, a experienced in the music sim? <laughs> no, so, no. no, not at all. You're, you're like me, then. Yeah, completely. Um, just nothing. Yeah. I did do guitar lessons as a kid, but no. Nah, oh, okay. Still one up on me. Thing. All right, still one up on me. <laughs> uh, okay, we got um, Pro Evolutions. This is fresh off the um, hot off the press. Uh, Pro Evolutions. Pro Evolution Soccer 15. Uh, the best PS, PES game in years, uh, question mark. He gives, and it turns out it is. He gave it, an, uh, this is a 9 out of 10. And stupidly, I didn't decide. To, um, oh, it's by, by our very own Neil Bolt. So there we go. <laughs> Neil, I can ask you about this in a sec. Um, <laughs> you gave it a 9 out of 10. After several years of seemingly going through the motions, PES 2015 absolutely nails the football side of things whilst making small advances uh, to other departments. This is there is still work to be done for next year, but for now, where it matters most, PES is on the up. Uh, you likely satisfies uh, the most satisfying gameplay in years in the series. Uh, the player animation is greatly improved. The AI is more dynamic. However, you d- uh, your negatives include the slightly jarring visuals in places, uh, weak commentary and soundtrack, and editing options pared down. Um, this is a PS4 and PS3 game. Uh, so, a 9 out of 10 there. I'm going to take it you're quite a football fan, are you, Neil? I am, and, you know, got a long history with pairs as well. It's, uh, it's been my favourite football series for many years. All right. When it transitioned to PS3, yeah. it, it lost its edge. It just stopped trying to be number one. And then, obviously, EA went and copied everything they did well and uh, made FIFA into a half-decent football game. But, yeah... yeah. They've sort of slowly been trying to get back to this place where they were back in the PS2 days. And, mm-hmm. yeah, this year it feels a lot like that. You know, it's fun to play. It's fluid. It just 
plays a decent game of football. It's really nice to play against someone else with. And you know, one-on-one matches, just brilliant stuff this year. The only, awesome. The only little snag I'd said is the passing. If you've got too much time to pass, a bit slow to respond occasionally. Might not be a problem for everyone, but yeah, probably could be an issue. But otherwise, I'd say it's probably the best football game on PS4. Oh, wicked. Nice one. How does it compare to FIFA 15? Well, FIFA obviously has the uh, monopoly on licensing. Yeah. It pairs it every year. So, you know, PES has Champions League and Europa League and things like that. And most of the teams, stuff, but obviously, stuff like the Premier League is solely in FIFA's hands. So, yeah. All those teams are, have some wonderful names and uh, that don't quite make sense. But, <laughs> yeah, where it matters this year, you know, PES on the pitch is a better game of football. Yeah. Uh, FIFA just still feels a bit clunky and they're trying too hard to make this realistic representation it doesn't make it as fun whereas uh-huh. Hez sort of gets that balance this year where it is fun to play and a good representation of football it's like just stuff like the player animation as I said in the review it's um, the way the players run across defenders and just shirk them off to knock the ball in the back of the net it's just looks more natural and yeah yeah that's sort of builds up and helps you you know enjoy the game more wicked um cool it sounds like um i always remember um when i was uh in school and just after so we're talking about but um you know about 15 years ago late 90s early 2000s i remember that um fifa wasn't that good and Pez was on top and then it switched mm-hmm. in the ps like this like you said the ps3 era it turned around and now it sounds like uh, they're, they're getting back on top, which is good to be good if you're a Pez fan. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, I think general public, you know, the ones that make FIFA number one for so many weeks of the year, they're so, probably not going to give it a chance because of the licensing thing, especially yeah. because it's the Premier League in this country. The reason, yeah, you know, Pez normally sells well elsewhere in Europe, like you know, France, especially because they've got licenses and yeah, it has a bigger following over that sort of side, but. Uh. Yeah, I would thoroughly recommend someone to try it because it is just such a fun game. Wicked, man. Thanks for that uh, little evaluation there. Uh, ben, are you... I'm hopeless at football games. How, <laughs> what about you? I, I'm as hopeless as... I am. <laughs> everyone. I am the most hopeless. All right, okay, fair enough. Yeah. Uh... But I did enjoy playing this year's FIFAs with the share plays with a mate. Oh, right, cool. You gave that a go, did you? Yeah, we, we were both having a laugh, and yeah, it was weird. Oh, okay, cool. Well, yeah, as I said, um, I think football, out of all the games, uh, out of all the genres out there, I would be most, I would be really, um, I'm, I would be gutted if I had to review a football game, because I'd just be completely useless at it. I wouldn't even know what to do. So, yeah, that, that's my uh, Achilles heel. Um Okay, last one on this, we have Tales of Hearts R by Timothy Nunes. Uh, he gave us an 8.5 out of 10. Final word, uh, forget about graphics, fidelity, and find a strong narrative and character development alongside a universal combat system that Tales of Hearts R can only deliver to the PlayStation Vita. Uh, he likes the, uh, the deviant simplistic combat, the hearty narrative, and the strong characterization. However, he disliked the uh, graphic, uh, graphical fidelity, uh, the series unfamiliar tropes and dubbing may deter some. Uh, obviously, put that into context. Um, if you read the review, that make more sense. I'm just reading them out as 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 we um, as I see it. Uh, that was an 8.5. The Towns of Hearts are PS Vita. Nice to see a Vita game, uh, uh, a big Vita game reviewed actually. So that's cool. Um, I haven't had any experience with these games. I don't know if any of you guys have experience with the Tales games. Uh, ben, do you? Uh, not yet, sadly. I keep wanting to try it, but yeah, because I know you're a big uh, RPG fan. So yeah, cool. Uh, Neil, how about you? Any experience with Tales at all? No, I don't tend to go for JRPGs so much. But yeah, I, yeah, looking at the game in motion, it, it looks really nice. It's just yeah. it's not really the sort of game I go for very often. So cool. I'm very much a Western RPG man. Yeah, like Oblivion and yeah. Skyrim. Yeah, I, I'd like I, for the record. I love you mentioned Oblivion back then. I. That was one of my first 
360 games I got and I love I lived on that game for mm. nearly a year. I absolutely loved it. I mean that just blew me away. And oddly enough I never got around to playing Skyrim, which is really weird. I've got it sitting on my shelf and I never finished it. Uh, I I was engrossed by Skyrim. Yeah. The world was perfect. Yeah, I really need to get around to that. Um Speaking of games, um, we'll now move on to what we've been playing lately. And, uh, Wait, uh, sorry. Have we, re- have we reviewed Call of Duty yet? <laughs> yeah, we have, actually. I didn't see it on the list, which was some reason. But I will, yeah, we, have, we didn't read that out last time, did we? No, we didn't. No, yeah, okay, we definitely have to. Uh, do you remember I rushed out to get a midnight launch? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, well, it's on the front page on the Flash console. So, yeah, if you guys haven't checked it out, check it out now. Uh, Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, uh, reviewed by Ernest Ling. Um, he gave this a da, 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 just move it down an 8.5 out of 10 uh, the final word Call of Duty Advanced Warfare provides much needed change and verity to revitalise the franchise for the future uh, he liked the significantly improved graphics uh, the new exoskeleton movements and abilities I echo that because I found that really cool when I had my hands on in multiplayer uh, and the better paced story campaign however he disliked uh, it still holds on to several um, to, onto several same con- uh, gameplay conventions and the shallow plot and characters, which has been a criticism of pretty much every Call of Duty game since the dawn of time. So an 8.5 there. Um, I haven't, I, as I said, I played the multiplayer in a preview event, but I haven't got the game yet. But I'm still interested in it. Um, ben, I know you've got the game. Um, how, yeah. how, how are you finding the um, game overall? I've, I've been playing a lot of the survival mode. I haven't really touched the story mode uh-huh. yet. Uh, I did stream some of the story mode, actually, which was fun. Oh, wicked. Um no, I agree with the shallow characters. Uh, you, you start the game with, your, with a best friend that I can't remember the name of. <laughs> that just shows how shallow. Yeah. <laughs> he's like your best friend, supposedly, but yeah. you don't know, really have any backstory on him, but he's just best friend. And then he died. Uh, spoilers, he dies oh, at the start of the game. <laughs> uh, spoilers, but it's it was in the E3 trailer anyway. Oh, so. okay. Right, yeah. Um. But you, you know, just it's supposed to be really emotional. But I'm thinking, who is he? Why do I care about why? Dying? Why? Who? Why? Who's? What? What's going on? Yeah. Why? Why? Is he just Soldier B? I'm Soldier A. Like. <laughs> uh, that's the um, pay. What was it? Press X to pay your respects. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. Press, yeah. Oh yeah, I saw that. Yeah. <laughs> press X to pay respects. Yeah, that's um, yeah. that's an interesting thing. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, that that was just after that scene. And you're like, well, I I would pay respects if I knew who he was. Yeah. Why, why should I? What's going on? You'll probably have another A partner after that anyway. <laughs> yeah. Oh look, I'm, I'm being taken away now. Bye. <laughs> oh dear. Um, Neil, I'm sorry, I couldn't remember. Do you do you have Call of Duty: Advanced Warfare? I don't. I you don't. Yeah. I'm yeah. not a fan generally of Call of Duty, yeah. but as I said, it does look like a bit of a fresher game this year and. So that's nice to see that they're at least doing something different. It's but yeah, multiplayer shooters like that I just don't get these days. So maybe I'm too old for it. I don't know. But uh, no, I, I'm I'm around your age. You're only a couple of years older than me. I'm thirty, so we grew, yeah we're, we're um, sort of around that thing. Well, Ben, you're actually you're not much younger, are you? What are you? Yeah, 27? I'm, I'm twenty-seven. Yeah, so there we go. Um, I, I'll, I'll admit though, I, had, I did have a little bit of a sad moment at the start of the game. Oh, yeah. oh no! This is so emotional. When I saw that High Moon Studios popped up, I'm thinking they're not making Transformers games anymore. <laughs> that was more emotional than losing your friend. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, well, that's the reviews, guys. We'll now move on to um, what games we've been playing. Um, ben, if it's all right if I start off with you, uh, uh, simply because you always you play loads of games. <laughs> um, uh, uh, so I can just take a quick break. Um, so do you, uh, do you want to kick off, man, what you've been playing the last week or so? Well, I've been playing the Call of Duties quite a bit. I, mm. uh, I suck at multiplayer, but everyone knew this was going to happen anyway. <laughs> uh, the usual Destiny stuff. I jumped back to Final Fantasy fourteen for a bit. I want to play it more, but I've just been too busy with all the other games that come out recently. Yeah, busy times. Yeah, And then Alien Isolation I bought, and I suck so much at it. Uh, but I've been, I'm streaming the whole game as I play it. I'm not going to play it if I'm not streaming it. Oh, wicked for the reactions! So, <laughs> so everyone will see, get to see my reactions as it happens. Oh, that's a which, good idea. I'm glad to be honest, would be a lot better if it wasn't the fact that I spent. I, I, I am very weird when I stream. Like when I got out and you start off naked, I went into the shower because I thought, oh, I, I must be dirty, and then I went down to the ship 
crew bit with all the crew, and then I looked around for the breakfast and saw there was only two types of cereal. Yeah. So I spent about 15 minutes to stream complaining about the lack of croissants and how this, <laughs> how this wasn't a very good continental breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> and then when we got to the ship, there was like all different rooms. Yeah, like a it was an airport, like a I don't know what it was, uh-huh. it looked like an airport terminal, but it wasn't because it was in space. Um, and there was like, you know, go here for toilets, go here for this, go here for gift shop. I'm like, gift shop? Yes! Where is it? How do I get there? <laughs> so I spent like 10 minutes at the stream trying to work out where this gift shop was. All right. <laughs> and I found it. I found a, a restaurant, but no gift shop. But yeah, so that that's what my streams are like, pretty much. Just Sounds yeah. interesting. I'll have to check those out more. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. I'll be streaming it again this Friday, probably. In fact. Oh, nice. Oh no, not this Friday actually, because that's when the isn't the Assassin Creeds. Can't remember. Oh, are you, oh, you mean Unity? Yeah. Yeah. I can't remember if that's this week or next week. I uh, know it's it's Friday, I believe. Yeah, because yeah, so I won't be streaming the Aliens this week, yeah. this Friday, but I'll do it sometime this week, and then I'll be streaming the Unity when that comes out. Oh, cool. That sounds good. Yeah. Um, are you getting Rogue or just Unity? Just well, Unity, because right. I have too many other games to buy out. Right. Unity, Far Cry, Dragon Age. Cool. Oh, Tomb God. Raider. Tomb Raider, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah. I'm uh, I'm getting... Um, yeah, look out for our review on Unity, guys. Well, but, uh, when we record the next podcast, hopefully we'll be live. Um, I'm also reviewing Assassin's Creed Rogue, uh, so it should be here any day now. So we will be covering both Assassin's Creed games. So keep There's up. a poster for Rising Phoenix in Rogue. Yeah, I did that news today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> there is. Yes, Rising Phoenix, yeah. which was also in Black Flag, wasn't it? There was a an advert for it. And... Oh, Rogue was advertised in Black Flag, I think. Oh, was it? Yeah, I could have sworn they were both there. Rising Phoenix was ad- was uh, was uh, something that someone found for. There was a, I know there was a logo. Yeah. You know what I'm going to have to do now, don't you? I'm yeah. going to have to look it up. Um, okay, well, while we're do- uh, um, while I'm doing that, are there any other games you've been playing? If not, we can move uh... to nil. No, I've taken a break from Destiny because I've pretty much got everything. Uh huh. So everything. <laughs> every, I have everything, and I've been everywhere, even everywhere that's not doesn't exist supposedly by Bungie standards. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, um, I was right. Um, Assassin's Creed Four teases mysterious AC yeah. Rising Phoenix. Yeah, it was in there. Yeah, um, so. yeah it was. Um, it featured. It was because um, I don't know if you remember they had like. They had like two was in there and a few other games as yeah. well. The original game, like it was like you know, the, on your desk you could see a load of other games or books, and Rising Phoenix was among them or on a poster or something. I can't remember, but it was def- yeah, it was definitely in there. Yeah, so cool. Um, cool, Ben. Thanks for that. Um, I hope to um, play Destiny with you again at some point, though. Definitely. Um, uh, Neil, um, what games have you been playing lately? Uh, just in, like in the last couple of weeks or so, what games have been taking up your time? Uh, most of it taken up by Pez, obviously, for the review, and uh, yeah. yeah, probably managed about thirty hours on that already. But that's nothing new. That's, that, that game usually gets me a good three three hundred hours plus a year. So oh wow, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> mostly spent in edit mode, strangely. But there you go. Oh okay. <laughs> um, other than that, I, I purchased Minecraft on PS4, which was a strange one for me. But I thought I'll finally try it, and yeah, it's hypnotic in. It's like, just to go into creative mode and just dig, 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 and then just make buildings. and Yeah, it's just, it is pretty much the ultimate chill-out game, I think. So, a great experience in that respect. Um, nice. Other than that, um, I got both Season 1 and 2 of Walking Dead on PS4. Oh, awesome. I was meant to be reviewing those, but I've never got them, <laughs> which sucks, because I love, I, I've got them on Vita and really enjoyed them. They're great, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. I played season one and yeah. two before and uh, did it again recently on the PS4 version, which strangely still has all the glitches in. Uh, Does it? Yeah, they've not really improved it very much. It looks slightly better. Obviously, the uh, style doesn't the uh, suit getting upgraded very much, but it's... Yeah, it's still a good game, still a good story. Yeah, the the thing I really hated about the Vita version is the bloody pauses when it was loading. It had some horrendous load times. Yeah. And sometimes in the middle of a conversation, it would just stop and freeze for five seconds and then carry on. Yeah, still a little bit of that. In the oh, well, but, hopefully not yeah, as much. Yeah, minimal compared to the PS3 Vita versions. Oh, okay. But, uh, only just started season two. I said just with... Uh, 
Minecraft and Pez taking up time. Not really got very far beyond episode one so far. So, but looking good so far as a game. Yeah, I can. It's a great season. What I can say is stick with it. It's very, very good. I will say no more. <laughs> does Does season two now have a platinum? No, no. It's still a regular hundred percent. Wow. Oh. Yeah, the uh, season one on PS4 was my twentieth platinum, and the second time I platinum it. So it was a. Uh, yeah. Season one was my only plan. <laughs> I don't get many trophies. Uh, my, believe me, you know, I've got 20 platinums in about 400 games, so it's not really a great ratio, isn't it? And most, Bloody hell. Yeah, and two of them are Jack and Daxter. So. Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> most of my trophies are repeats on different platforms, so it's not really too impressive, but uh, it's more a case of having more money than sense when... Trophies start coming out. You should talk to our friend Don. He loves trophies. He he definitely um <laughs> he definitely sympathises with you there. Um, yeah. cool. Is that all then, man? So far, all the, all the games you covered, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to think what else I played, but no, yeah, it's pretty bits and pieces here and there, but they're the main ones. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, that's it, really. Wicked. Well, that just leaves me. Um, I've been. I've been. I wish I could say I've been doing some games to review, but I haven't. Yeah, as I said, Rogue will be coming up, but I've been on. I've been dipping into a few things. Mainly, it's mainly it's been um, War Thunder and Destiny. I, in Destiny, I'm just still trying to grind on Ascendant shards because I've got so much armor to upgrade. Every piece of armor, so helmets, chest plate, legs and arms, I've got at least one upgrade waiting for defense, which increases your light level. But I can't upgrade them because I don't have enough Ascendant shards. So I'm slowly working my way around that. I'm not really playing on my own anymore. I'm just literally doing, you know, uh, re- um, raids with other people in multiplayer because I've kind of like I played it a hell of a lot on my own. And it think, at the moment, I think I'm just I, I'm sort of putting it on the back burner and just taking part in things with friends because it's much more fun that way. Um, I got back into Warfronter again because I'm obviously I'm a big World War Two flight sim fan. I'm enjoying that again. I went off it for a bit after the recent patch because it just seemed to be so much harder because the PC. The PC players have so much better control over their playing than the PS4 gamers because they got mouse and keyboard and a joystick. And it's just, these guys are like hardcore Sim fans. And it's just, I don't know, it just seemed really, there's not a really good balance between PC and PS4 players. I will maybe see one or two PS4 players every five matches. I just miss that community. But I'm getting back into it now. I've unlocked a lot more planes. I'm enjoying it. Um, Really loving the Russian planes again. So I've been getting back in that. And playing on my um, lower tier British lineup, which is really fun just to have the Spitfires and the Hurricanes and just not have these stupid jets destroying you all the time when you're on a propeller plane and these higher tier ones. So I, I do enjoy going back to those. And I'm going to go play it, play it some of the bombers as well because that's kind of a different um, experience. So yeah, I'm enjoying it. I'm just jazz, I'm mixing things up there. Um, I've got another sweet German jet though, which I'm happy about. Did you say something there, Ben? Yeah, I was going to say, but how much more money have you spent, Mike? Um, I haven't actually spent any money. <laughs> this was oh no no okay no I have spent money but we're talking maybe about ten pound just for a premium account. Yeah. So yeah, um, yeah just to because um, that gives you double XP and you need double XP if you're going to be unlocking higher tier planes because the experience is really bad. So you just need to have the double XP. So yeah, yeah. but uh, yeah you know Ben's right. Yeah. I spent a lot on this month. On like Ben spent a lot on Warframe. I spent a lot yeah. on Warframe in the past. <laughs> yeah, but it's um I, I love it. I mean it's a great game. So I'm enjoying it. Um. I'm trying to think if there's anything else. I don't think there has been, actually. Um, I did... Uh, oh, yeah. I'm slowly working through my Vita again. I need to bring Vita to the service a bit more. I've been going... I want to finish up Silent Hill 1 because that's 15 years old this year. And I just... I play it anyway, but I, it felt right to play it fifth, when it's... A fifth, you know, on its 15th anniversary, which was in the summer. So I started it and then went away because of Destiny. So I'm, I'm finishing that. And I want to play some classic Resident Evil again one day as well. But, yeah... Um, that's about it, really. And as I said, Rogue will be coming up soon. Walking Dead, if, it, if I ever get, get them. But um, I don't know. But yeah, Assassin's Creed Rogue is my next big uh, game to play through, uh, at least in terms of review. Um, till the end of the year, I can't see that changing much. But yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, cool. Well, this has been a shorter episode, but we're going to wrap up now. Um, ben, do you have anything you wanted to talk about specifically before we start wrapping up? Uh, by the way, um, there is some really funny dialogue in the leaked screenshots of Revelations 2. I don't know if we've, you've talk, seen it yet, but some of it's hilarious. Oh, you, what, you mean Resident Evil? Yeah. Oh, um, I must have missed this. I did a story today about um, 
was, it was a couple of weeks ago, actually. Oh, okay. Do, no, go for it. Do tell. Uh, no, I can't say it because some of it's quite British. Oh, yeah, sorry. We ha- yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We shouldn't. Um, but, yeah, this, one of them is, no, I really, really don't. Sorry, I don't do firearms. Okay. <laughs> oh, that sounds uh, like Resident Evil, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I mean, one of the most barrel up is... Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that's... That sounds like Resident Evil. Yeah, that's. I have to check these out. I, will, I must yeah. check these out. Um, yeah. Oh god, I thought they might have improved by now, but I guess no, not. No, yeah. That's charm, isn't it? Yeah. No, it is. Yeah. Apparently, they they do. Yeah, they do swear a lot in this. Oh. A Jill Sandwich. Jill Sandwich. God. Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, Barry might be a playable character. That's a story I did today. The ES the uh, the ESRB rating said it's um um it uh, stars a prison a, a, an imprisoned girl. And a father looking for his daughter. And as we know, Moira and Claire are playable characters. Moira is Barry's daughter. And the father looking for his daughter says to me, it's Barry. So, and it says specifically mentions playing as the father. So it looks like Barry might be playable, which is any classic Resident Evil fan's dream. I know it is mine. Barry's a legend. <laughs> so we might get some Jewel Sandwich or Master of Unlocking references. You never know. <laughs> or, or at least we might get up. What is this? <laughs> with any luck but um anyway um we uh we're gonna start wrapping up now um i actually want to give a few shout outs first um in the last podcast the last couple of podcasts we've been giving out our psn ids and i've had quite a few people add me and it wouldn't be right of me to say who it is because i don't know their real name and i'm not going to give out their psn id because that would not be nice you know i'm not going to give out a psn id without their um you know, without their support. So, but I will say to everyone who's added me, you know who you are. Thank you very much. Uh, to give you a clue, there was one guy who asked me, is this the PSU podcast? In which case it is. Yep. I'm one of the co-hosts. So thanks for adding me. And another guy was, uh, one of the guys was uh, saying he has the same problem as me as the hand, ca- uh, with the hand cannon bounty um, in Destiny, which is the depleted hand cannon, an exotic weapon, which has a ridiculous bounty on it. Uh, he added me as well. So um, I'm glad I'm not the only one Who's hating that bounty, man? Thanks for adding me. And thanks to all the other guys who have as well. Um, also, a shout-out just to um, Fonz, our super PSU super fan. Um, all the guys I met at the Golden Joystick. Um, obviously, Don and Rob. Hopefully, we're going to get on the podcast soon. All the PSU staff and all our listeners. Um, and you can, um, in terms of um, contacting, as always, guys, podcast.psu.com. Or you can contact me personally at mike.harridance.psu.com. Uh, ben, uh, how can people contact you? Uh, Chile, uh, PS. Oh no, Chile, just Chile, Chile UK on Twitter. Chile, Chile UK on Twitter, cool. Yeah, yeah. I, I, for some reason I mixed my Twitter account with my PSU account for a second there. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, and also Chile on PSN, of course. Wicked, wicked. Um, Neil, um, I don't, it's up to you, you don't have to. Um, if you've got a Twitter if, um, or anything, you can um, um, uh, read it out now if you want. Do you have a Twitter at all? Yeah, I do. Um, you can find me at Nezco, which is N-E-Z-Z-K-O. And on PSN, you can find me on Son of Venom. It's all, all lowercase. Nice. Actually, yeah, I'll, I'll just reiterate. My um, PSN is uh, Billy underscore Cohen 84. The uh, B and the C are capitalized. Uh, the name comes from Resident Evil Zero. Resi fans will know what I'm on about. Right. Yeah, so it's Billy underscore Cohen 84. That's my PSN ID. Um, I don't. I do have another one, which is for PS3, but I'm hardly on there, so that's the best one to use um, to um, to contact me on PSN at least. Um, well, that's been uh, episode 59. Don't forget to subscribe to us, guys, and give us a rating on iTunes. And if you subscribe, you can get us. Uh, you can get our podcast delivered to all your what is it? Glenn says I things. I think he says, doesn't he? I things. And of course, we're on Facebook and Twitter. Uh, ben, what's our our Twitter? Because you know, I always screw it up. Uh- at psu.com there we go yeah for some reason I always forget it <laughs> um, well actually no I don't forget it I forget how to say it don't I when I read out the actual thing for some stupid reason it's just it's my Achilles heel I just completely mess it up I have no idea why uh, well Ben thanks for joining me again as always no and um, I look forward to next week because you'll be hosting I believe yeah it's... before we end can I just say the fact that remember it's only three weeks now until my competition starts on the 1st of December oh yeah of course yeah uh, Remember, you'll have it'll be twenty-five days of giveaways. Literally twenty-five every day will be a prize. Excellent. So look forward to that. Remember, you need five hundred posts on the forum to enter the normal giveaway, but there will be certain days of the week where anyone can enter. 
Awesome, man. Um, we're, we're definitely um, keep reminding you guys about that um, on every podcast as well, definitely, for, um, as, it, as it gets nearer the time. Um, Neil, thanks for joining us for the first time. How was, um, how was it for you, your first podcast? <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's just me being normal. Uh, yeah, ramp, see. Uh, Rambling along, you know. <laughs> yeah, see, it's simple. Simple stuff. Yeah, it's good, man. Uh, hopefully you'll join us again sometime as well. Because um, it's the... Um, the 60th episode next um, next week. It'd be nice if we could have one or two guests on. I'd like to try and get Rob or Don on. Well, ideally both of them in the next couple of weeks, but hopefully we can have a guest on. But we're after, we'll are see. We'll see how it goes. Um, but yeah, that's been episode 59. Um, guys, thank you for joining me. All our listeners, thank you for listening. And the rest of the PSU um, um, squad, thanks for the support as usual. We will see you next week. Hopefully, um, it depends when we're recording. This went up a bit later. We might be recording on the weekend. It all depends when... Uh, we can get our schedule sorted, but there we go. So um, thank you guys for joining me again. That's been episode 59. Uh, all that's left to say is it's good. Actually, it's not good night, is it? It's good afternoon from me. And it's good afternoon from him. Later, guys. Yeah. Uh, my God for me. <laughs>